Greetings and salutations to all the nations. This is your boy, Jersey. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. Hopefully, all is well with you, okay? So, today, I'm going to take a break from the whole uh, Bible plan that I was going to do. I'm going to finish it by the end of the year, all right? That's what I'm going to do. I think we got, like, two more parts left, and then we should be finished. And today, we're going to be talking about... my experience on a dating app okay so that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode because i remember doing an episode i believe it was last year around this time or a couple years ago around this time talking about online dating what is online dating all about why is it such a phenomenon in our current day and why do our generation speaking about millennials and gen zers why are we more inclined to go on these websites more so than others so i went into that and uh, i wanted to try it out for myself do more or less uh, deductive reasoning i believe it is obviously i didn't have a sample size i didn't do any statistics or make making sure that there's um some i think it's significant statistics or yeah yeah i didn't do any of that but um either way i just wanted to observe and see what these platforms are like and why do we use them so that's what we're going to be talking about in today's video if you want to keep up with it today with what i'm going on what's going on with me and make sure you follow me underscore dd the swath kid also i would highly highly suggest that you subscribe to this podcast whatever podcast platform you so choose to use i prefer you guys use spotify but if you don't want to that's fine that's fine you can use other things as well so just make sure you guys subscribe also share this with your family if you care about the well-being of the show and of course of course leave a good comment on apple itunes and you guys know what the deal is you know what the deal is so yeah make sure you guys do all those things and without further ado let's get into the episode yo so we're in here and we're doing our thing and we're enjoying hopefully you guys are doing well thus far i know 2020 has been pretty hectic for a lot of people like i said before none of us that i know i know there's been a pastor who i watch sometimes who told us that this is gonna be like a challenging year and it's gonna be something that we've never seen before but if you guys didn't hear his message, then obviously this is news to you. And we didn't know how crazy it could get. It's kind of vague, but either way, and I would say that it's been a challenging year for myself. I started to see things in my life that I had to change. So it was really a reflective thing. So a lot of things that I thought were taken care of obviously weren't taken care of. And I had to work on that. And just to see who I really was instead of what people were portraying me to be or what people th- saw me as. But I had to do some soul searching and see 
what I was doing as an individual, what I was doing to make myself a better person. Obviously, I can't do it on my own. I need God to refine me, but I still have to do the work. I still have to take the initiative to make this step in order to get to that place where I can say that I've conquered this. So there's that. A lot of deaths happen. A lot of sicknesses is obviously happening because we're in a pandemic. And a lot of different things have been going on. Tragedies left one center. Earlier this year, it was almost a, we we're on the brink of a World War III, allegedly. I didn't believe that because if you look at the situation, it wouldn't lead to that. Um, but Iraq is still talking crazy right now. But um, that happened. We lost a lot of people. I've lost people in my life, obviously. It was not obviously to you guys, but I know. And um, what else happened? I There was famines going on. There's locusts in parts of Africa that was going on at the beginning. And a lot of you guys probably forgot about that now. Obviously, there's a whole situation in the States with um, political issues. Not talking just about the new president or president like Joe Biden, but before that with the whole case with Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter and all that sort of stuff. So this has been a trying year, but let's lighten up the mood and talk about relationships. Now, one of the things that's interesting to me is to see how this relationship thing works, okay? Because I don't know about you guys. I really don't know. But maybe your situation's different than mine, okay? But I thought one of the things that would hinder a lot of people in this day and age because of the circumstances that we all are under is our romantic lives. Now, obviously, I did hear the stats of people and one person I work with... um. She's a lawyer, a family lawyer, and apparently divorce has risen because since COVID, because I guess now that you're actually stuck with your spouse, you're going to have to see them more often than you ever had. So if there was already unresolved tensions, it's going to escalate if you're near them all the time. So I heard that a She's getting a lot of cases where, because she's a family lawyer, and where divorce rates are getting higher, and she's getting more clients that way. And it's sad to see these relationships go so quickly, so rapidly. But it just shows you, and it goes to show you that we have to, especially for Christians, we have to set the framework of what marriage is. We got to work at it. Because if we do not work at it, we could become the statistic, and we don't want to be. We want to be the outliers. We want to be the exceptions to the rule. We want to be ones who have long-lasting marriages as God intended us to have. So it's interesting to see these stats. I'm a big stats guy, but going back to the subject at hand, I thought our romantic lives would be effective for those who are in the same situation as me as far as singleness goes and it's interesting to hear a lot of people hopped on 
these dating sites this year because they were bored. So there was that element. There's people who are genuinely looking for love. And then there's those who are just joking around, just playing around just because they don't have nothing better to do at that point. Whatever situation they were being, it was there. So your boy Didi decided that he's going to see how it is. Now, disclaimer, not telling anybody to get a dating app, not telling anybody that they have to go on there in order to find somebody. I'm just telling you what I saw when I was there and what goes on and what I would recommend if you want to, if you want to, okay? Because to be honest with you, the likelihood of you finding, and this, I have to bring up my friends in this point, the likelihood of you finding somebody on these apps are very slim, okay? Very slim. It's just the equivalent of a guy going up to a girl on the street and talking to her and it going far from there. One thing that we have to understand is consistency matters, proximity matters, and being in the same or a similar circle matters. So mutual friends matter. So that's, if you look at most of your relationships or if you look at how other people that you know, who they're dating or who they're engaged to or who they're married to, a lot of it boils down to one of the three things that I have mentioned. And shout out to the roommates for bringing up those three categories or requirements. Because when it boils down to it, if you're not around her enough fellas you're not gonna get that chance long distance does work but you have to be consistent if you're not consistent with her she might lose interest fellas and also if you don't have a mutual friend and her friends don't know you like that there's gonna be suspicions whereas if you have like a mutual connection even if you're not really close to that mutual connection they can as my homie would say they know the googles they know a little bit about you enough to where they could advocate for you in that regard, saying that you're a stand-up guy. So there's all those things. Three of my friends actually found somebody on these apps, but it's not the same. Why is it not the same, you ask? Here's why. It's because two of the three already met them prior to. So they went to the same school or they have similar friend groups it's just that they never talked to them that way and by chance they matched up and then it just went from there and then it's cool but at the end of the day they already met each other before it's just you're seeing them in a different light so when it comes to this whole concept of online dating now is looking at strangers without getting a quote-unquote vibe from them not getting to know them the way that you would if you were to meet them through a mutual friend. Basically, you're just... Basically, the mutual friend in this is the dating app that you're on. So they're your mutual friend. You know certain things about them, like tad bits, very trivial things about this individual because you're on the same app and you can see their biography. And a lot of the times it's fluffed up. You're only going to see the best pictures of, of them because why not? Like, why would they put bad pictures of themselves online for this app? Because they want to make themselves look the most marketable, most presentable of them 
versions of themselves. So you're only seeing them at their best. You don't really know them unless you they want to talk to you. So even if you match, bruh, you still got to make sure you shoot your shot. Now let's break it down. Let me tell you how it's supposed to be. So when we figure out these things and when we're trying to figure out how the social media, not really social media, online dating thing works, you got to understand which person or which type of person that you want. So you, at least with Tinder, okay? I've heard negative things about Tinder all the darn time, okay? I had to switch it up for you guys. But I hear all the time, like, yo, Tinder is whack or, like, nobody's serious or nobody's, like, dedicated. There's just a bunch of blanks and blanks. So if you're looking for somebody and you're going to use Tinder, now I did hear, shout out to homie, he found somebody on there. And apparently there are some serious people on there Okay, from my experience on them, a lot of these people are not that, like, bruh, I'm telling you, they say some weird, crazy stuff on that app. Uh, Like, fellas, I don't know what these girls say to you, but some of the stuff they said to me was like, yo, what? Just, just cute, just cute little what? And I just looked at my phone, I'm like, yo, let me get out of here like i didn't enjoy it at all it for the most part people say it's an app if you want like hooking up if you're in that hookup culture which i'm not for and i don't believe in the hookup culture but to be honest with you like if you're not serious about a relationship or you're just looking to kick it or talk to, which I would recommend you not doing that. And the reason why I recommend you not doing that is because of the fact that you want to have a goal in mind. They say, there's an old saying that goes like this, if you aim for nothing, you will hit it every time. So why not go into a relationship looking for an end game, an end goal in mind? And that end goal should be getting married, and starting a family. Now, obviously, people are at different stages in their life, but I find with Tinder is more or less people in my age group that are just out here joking, playing around. So, like, if you're more on the serious tip, now, don't get me wrong. There are some people who actually do find it, but the person who I mentioned before, well, both the two people that I mentioned before found their girls. They already knew them from before, so it's not the same thing. And then number two, on my other friend, he just lucked out. So it's one of those things is like, yo, you can hit or you can miss. So it really depends on what you want to do. Okay, it really depends on what you personally want. So you gotta be forthcoming with what you want. Don't be around the bush because you don't have that much time, okay? You have time, you don't have that much to waste on foolishness. So I'd say if you want to joke around, play around, you don't really care about it, then hop on Tinder. If you don't care about it, then you can hop on Tinder. But if you don't, I'd recommend other things. And let me say it again, I am not advocating that you guys jump on online dating 
just telling you my experience that if you were to go online dating, how you should go about it and what to look for and what to avoid. So the next one is Bumble. Now Bumble don't it has basically copied the same strategy as Tinder. Hopefully you guys know how these apps work, but it's if you were to get them, it's pretty much self-explanatory like you swipe left if you don't like them you swipe right if you do like them and then if you swipe right and the person other person swipes right on you then it's a match now this is a different thing with bumble so is ladies go first thing man all right so what that basically means is if you get a match the lady has less than 24 hours or 24 hours exact to message you she doesn't message you. She don't want you, bruh. Okay, so you're going to have to move about your business. So if you get more matches, it's one thing. Because with Tinder, if you get a match, you can shoot your shot. You can do whatever you want with Tinder. Just go from there. And then with Bumble, you shoot your shot. You, you hit the shot, okay? Did you really hit the shot? Hmm, nah. You got to the foul line now it's all up to her to make the shot for you okay you got you got fouled out the game she's gonna make the shot for you so that's basically what it is with a uh, with a uh, bumble it's interesting to see this because most of the times in our society we think that the man should go up to the woman and um initiate the conversation but this one gives a woman the upper hand which is interesting me personally i would prefer to initiate because i'm more a traditionalist in that regard not to say that i'm more important than women i'm just saying i would prefer it that way because then again i am christian and i'm just more traditional in certain aspects of my life so when it comes to bumble not bad i think as though you have some people who are a little bit more wild than others and they say some wild things to your boy, DD. But hopefully, yeah, your boy is not about that life. So you know what that had to, You know what happened. They got the yeet, okay? They got the boot, all right? So I'm not playing with that, bro. I'm going to kick you out. Anyways, so going forward with uh, Bumble, it's well organized. A lot of these apps... There's in purchase in app purchases, so they want you to purchase more things inside the app. That way, you get highlighted more, and more women can see you if you're a guy, or more guys can see you if you're a girl. Or they give you a certain amount of periods of unlimited swipe. So if you put down the cash, the better the experience would be. But the thing is, with Bumble, they do weekly subscriptions, so you're paying like $13 a week. Hopefully, you guys don't even need to be on there that long. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's the thing. Like, If you want it, the in-app purchases will help you, but at the same time, man, it's like, what? Like, you have to pay a lot more than you would on tender and it's not like one-time purchases it's like subscriptions which sucks so like that's a downside regarding that if you're interested if you if you really like bumble on that level and it all depends 
I think how it works, they also have like Bumble BFF. So if you want to find a best friend or if you want to find a business partner, they have that too, which is interesting. It's cool. I've never seen something like that before. But I think on Bumble, most people tend to be on the serious side. So actually looking for a relationship, willing to put in the time and the work. And what I notice is like sometimes with these social media, not social media, why do I keep saying that? Sometimes when it comes to these dating apps, I find that there's some girls who just use it just to get more publicity. So they will just put their Instagram handle and that'll be all. So those ones I would say like, some guys do it too. I heard some from girls, some guys do it too. So in that regard, you just swipe left on those people because they just want clout. They're being serious. They want look, they're not looking for nobody. They're just trying to get their name out there, which is like, yo, I respect the hustle, but I don't think this is the place for that per se. But hey, to each their own, I guess. And what I found is with Bumble... People, obviously, as I mentioned before, they are more serious, more inclined. You'll see different tags which they use. One will say looking for marriage. One said would say that I'm not sure yet. Others will say I'm just looking for a relationship. Um, others will say I'm not looking for anything serious. So it's all in the tags where you can find out the person and see yo is it are they looking for somebody are they serious are they not serious these things do matter because then it just weeds out what you don't want and you can just filter them out and find somebody that you hopefully they will match with you that you would actually have a relationship with and i think that's very crucial and that's very important. I checked out Hinge. Hinge is like indifferent. Like same thing. In-app purchases. Like if you don't pull up the cash, there's a waste of time. Uh, it's not bad, but they design their platform to get you off of them, off of there as quick as possible. So that's what they want. They want you to find a partner as quick as possible. And then just delete it so you don't have to worry about it. But I found with Bumble is like you can keep it for a while. But if you are serious about this person, they'll probably exchange social media, um, whether it be Snap or Insta. And then you guys follow each other and then you can go from there. All right. And that's also if you are presupposing if you have those socials. But if not, then you might get the digits. They also have all implemented socially distanced dating because of the climate that we're in right now. And it's pretty cool to see that because now you can do like video calls on Bumble and you can do all these different things like virtual dates. And then it also says that on, on, their, on Bubble as well, like if you are open to virtual dates or you're open to like dates with masks in person or you open with dates in person with no mask so like it's all organized properly and safely and i think it gives women a chance to initiate which is interesting never seen it done that way before it's all on them so it, it, it's kind of like yo the pressure's off of me so like if i don't message her or like if i message her i'm not waiting around i have to wait for her 
to message me. Sometimes these girls are not even on it like that, too, because I've talked to girls who've used it, and they say they're, they're not really responding, and they get tired of it, pretty honestly, with you. That's why most of them say, like, yo, I'll give you my Insta, or I'll give you my uh, Snapchat. That way, it's easier to connect that way instead of using Bumble or these dating apps. So those are some of the apps I use. I did use uh, Christian Mingle for a while just to see what it's like. Basically, same concept, except that now you're just focused on denominations. I didn't mention, like, with Bumble, they do talk about your different beliefs, whether you believe in, like, what religion you are. Also, it talks about uh, your whether you smoke social in social situations or frequently or you don't smoke at all. That's regarding um certain um types of substances and same thing with uh drinking alcohol and cigarettes and whatnot. So that's cool. You can just filter it out to see what you like. It gives you a lot of options, a lot of choices. Christian Mingle man, it's all right. Um I don't know. The Christians listening to this, I would say, like, yo, not telling you to go on there, not telling you that you can't go on there. That's all up to your pastor or whatever, whoever's your leader. But I found it to be the most intriguing out of all the social media or the dating apps that I ever used because of the fact within the last year or so, because of the fact that it's just focusing on doctrinal things now. Right. So like they'll ask you what denomination you are from, whether you're Presbyterian, whether you're Catholic, whether you're apostolic, whether you're Pentecostal oneness. And then you have to go in from that Baptist, Southern Baptist. Then you have to go from Baptist to um, Calvinists. So there's so many of denominations out there, but it's good that they uh break it down for you because you might not agree with somebody from a different denomination. Of course, we still serve the same God, right? I believe that, but I think with the denomination aspect, it's just variances of opinion. So that's a thing that can go out there. So you just got to be careful I think some denominations are false denominations. I truly believe that. And you just have to look into them to see and then hold it up to scripture and see if it follows through. But a lot of it is variances of opinion. Um, Going back to what I was saying about Christian Manual originally, it's pretty organized. It's not as aesthetically pleasing in comparison to the other apps that I've used, but it gets the job done, filters pretty well for what you would need or what you claim to want in a relationship. And I think what the precedent is on that app is your the goal is to get married, right? And it doesn't really give you options about playing around, which is good because of the fact that, yo, we don't have time for that, especially if you're a Christian, you don't really want to waste your time doing that with bumble they also talk about whether you have kids or not or whether you want kids or not so it's just cool so if you are like a secular person a heathen i would hope that you get saved one day but if not 
I'd say if you want to go on dating apps, I would tell you out of the, all the ones that I've used in this short period of time, I would tell you the best for you would be Bumble. For the Christians, I'll say go to Christian Mingle if you want to use that. And then as a secondary option, I would say Bumble's okay. But you also have to talk to your religious leader, your pastor. First, just don't take what I'm saying and just run with it because I'm not trying to hear anything. I'm not trying to get any emails about, <laughs> yo, you listen to this guy on a podcast and he told you X, Y, and Z. I'm just telling you what to look for, what to avoid, and what to prepare for if you want to get into that. I think your best bet, 110%, will be the traditional way of things, finding people in the same social circle as you, even if it's online. Now, here's the second thing, which I would actually recommend more instead of getting the dating apps, is just having mutual friends online, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. I don't know why I said Facebook, but I, I have a large demographic. Okay, guys. Um, whether it's those different platforms or even Snapchat, you're more is easier to say, yo, hold on. I see this girl has the, follows the same people I follow and they follow her back. You talk to one of your friends and you say, hey is so-and-so um, single, da 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 and then you can go from there. You can slide in the DMs like a MLB player and do what you got to do, respectfully, that is, and then you see where it can go from there. And with that said, because of the fact that you guys have a mutual connection, they can put in a good word for you, and you guys are more able to open and be more trusting to one another because you have that common interest and hopefully they are serious or on the same level as you and obviously you're gonna have to seek god first anyways before all of this if you're a christian if not like you can just do as you please i guess but trust me i would say my overall experience hasn't been negative there's been bad things or things that I didn't like that about these dating apps that I obviously mentioned in the previous episode. So if you guys haven't heard that, definitely hear it after or listen to it after you listen to this. But yeah, overall, my experience was not terrible. Wasn't that bad. Would I recommend it? I would say I'm on the fence about that. I would say depends on your personality. I would say that if all else fails, then, yo, if you want to check it, try it out just to see if you were to like it, I would say that. And that's basically what I would have to say regard regarding this is if you would want, if you want to try it to taste, see what it is and how it works for yourself, if you haven't done it previously or if you haven't done it in a while, then I would say yes. But if not, I would say the, the sure thing to do is the traditional way. And if you're a Christian, if the sure thing to do is, is the God way. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. All right. Okay. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it for you guys. So make sure you guys leave a good review on Apple iTunes. Also share this with your family members. If you care about the show, 
And of course, last but not least, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. And this is your boy Darius D. And we dip in and we leave in once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode. Because your boy DD is out of here. See ya.